news now for June 15th, uh, 2020. I almost said like quarantine edition, but this might be the new nerdmal, normal, nerdmal, normal, normal from Garfield. Welcome to Garfield and Friends. Uh, but uh, so we're midway through June. Time is flying crazy fast. Uh, and uh, no summer movies yet. So that's weird. Uh, have either of you, I'm with Miss Jen and I'm with Chaz today. Uh, have either of you been to a movie theater yet? Not since all of this has gone down, no. Yeah. yeah. Probably the, I guess there's a movie theater that's set up in the old Splashtown parking lot that, like, you just, like, is a drive-in. <laughs> well, that's cool. I've, I've always wanted to go to the drive-in. Um, the Grand, if, I don't know if they're still doing it, but like a week, a week or two ago, you give them a hundred bucks, they'll give you a whole entire theater to yourself. You invite your friends. And uh, a friend of mine went and she was, you know, like most of us do. You got the snacks and your colas all hidden in your parachute pants and your cargo jeans. <laughs> but because uh, she didn't think that they were the concessions were going to be open. And she walks in and sure enough, um, it sounded as though like uh, the concessions were part of the hundred bucks i'm sure it was a limit but uh the way she it sounded but maybe maybe not but anyway yeah man i was wanting to try that out a hundred bucks i mean you get a couple of friends together i mean it pays for itself you're already paying you know fifteen dollars for a ticket and then a bucket of popcorn is you know eighty five dollars so you're right there <laughs> but yeah we could have done that for a uh, bloodshot we already paid like 20 bucks each to rent it so <laughs> That's right. We could have perceived this wasn't going on yet. <laughs> we wouldn't have got that awesome dance from Jarek uh, no. during space. So no, probably not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna take a while for everyone to uh, feel normal again. But uh, oh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but. Uh, We'll start with you, Miss Jen. How was your week? How's it going? Super busy. It's crazy. I, <clears throat> it's like I don't know how to be to have just like a slow day. Just feels yeah. like it's ramp up more and more. <laughs> don't know how to fit anything else in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now is that just with uh, with businesses um, or everything sort of going back to some semblance of normal? Because, I mean, most stores are still at, like, 25 to 50% capacity and all of that. But is, is it that, or is it the time of year, or, or everything? I mean, school's out now, but school's been out kind of for three months. But uh, everyone's still been on that schedule. So do you think it's just a combination of things, why it's so busy? I think it's a pretty even balance between, like, online, live, and um, in-store sales. So I'm having to buy more and more things and acquire more collections to be able to feed all of that monster, which is an awesome monster to have right now. So it's not a complaint. It's just some days I feel like, what in the world? How am I going to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just lots of different stuff to manage. Uh, Chaz, what about you? How's it been going the last week? <laughs> oh, it's been it's been cool, I guess. A whole week with no social media and just laid up, man. So, you know, it's been cool. Just been uh, catching up on all my nerd stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we did cool. a, uh, yeah, I wasn't able to film last week. So, we did a, a bloopers episode that actually turned out really well. I got to give props to Justin on that one. Um, and then, yeah, man, just uh, 
It's ready to nerd out. Uh, I'm thinking about taking like a five-year break from social media. I don't know how long it'll last. I'm going to tell you what, man. It's not bad. And I, you know, I've said this time and time again. If I wasn't so busy, like social media would just not be a part of my life. Because if you look at any of my social medias, it's like, look what's going on. This is what I have going on. Here's comics and here's trivia and here's nerd news and here's whatever. Other than that, I mean, it, like this past week has been great. Like it's, I could totally go without social media. I'm tired of social media. But you need it to sell your stuff. Hi, yeah. I'm Chaz Graves. Buy my things. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, when there's a, a purpose behind it, uh, I used to be really annoyed when people would just post pictures of, like, puppies or the egg, the omelet that they cooked that morning. Now that's welcome, you know, compared to what other people put on there. So, oh, yeah. I, yeah, it's easy just to step back and <laughs> be without it for a while. That was the same way. And, like, if I cook something at the house, which is a very rare occasion, I'm like, yeah, this looks really good. And I'll take a picture. I'll put it on my Instagram. But, like, look, I'm alive. I'm doing things. Other than that, it's, like, a whole bunch of doodles. Like, because when we film, I do a doodle. And then, you know, a lot of people have been buying them lately. So I'm like, okay, cool, man. I'll do that. But you guys know all about that as far as the doodles go. But maybe you don't. <laughs> the people watching. Are you drawing anything today or no? No, I did a um, a Star Lord for someone, uh, somebody very special like Star Wars. Uh, Star Lord, so I drew that, and then I finished the Skeletor finally that I did the internet vote on, and then yeah, the, that's about it. I'm kind of behind. I just took I just took off a life. <laughs> I feel like a uh, like a punchline's coming soon. I feel like that's gonna be your next one. Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, I really dig Punchline. She is so cool. She's, uh, I hate to say it, like, she's right up there with Hartley with me right now. They're two different. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Just because she, did you read the origin story? I know. Did you read yeah. Joker at all? Yes. That whole book was amazing. But her origin story, I was like, she's Motley Crue and, like, um, uh, Harley Quinn's, like, Weird Al Yankovic. You know what I mean? Like, it's total different. So I love them both for two different reasons. But punchline's darker, so I'm I'm, I'm gravitating towards her right now. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to that Joker uh, special here in a little bit when we talk comics. Uh, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the passing of Denny O'Neill. Uh, he he passed away at the age of 81, and this guy was like a comics legend. I knew him most for. You know, his run on Green Arrow, Green Lantern, and, of course, the famous uh, the drug Speedy. story. Uh, yeah, with Speedy. Miss um, Jen, do you have any thoughts on Denny O'Neill? I don't really. I, since he was more focused in the DC realm, and that's not really my world, mine's more Marvel, I feel bad that I didn't know more, but I know that he was loved from all the love he saw uh, on the people posting up all of their memories and pictures with him. I know he'll be really missed. Yeah. He was one of the first writers that um, I remember reading as a kid. It was like one of those names that just stood out, you know? So I've read a lot of his stuff. I was a big DC kid. Um, but yeah, you can't go. I mean, his whole Batman run. Uh, I know he worked on the X-Men 2 for a little while. Um, my, the biggest thing is weird because a lot of these... Um, Older comic book artists, as they as they grow old, they kind of like uh, you know revert to the shadows. You know what I mean? Like they're not out there. They don't, 
But Denny was like all over the place. He was like on shows with Kevin. He was doing conventions. And I mean, it was like he was just here, like out about active, you know. And um, so it's weird. You wake up and you're like, he's gone? Man, he was just on a show like two weeks ago. But uh, yeah, man, he's definitely going to be missed for sure. He had uh, a very, he, he had a writing that when he wrote something, you're like, that's an O'Neill for sure. But, and and he had a story in that Joker's uh, 80th, which we'll talk yeah. about a little bit. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know there was no uh, Miss Jen, no big shakeups in the comic industry this week after the big, you know, DC and Diamond news story about their, um, you know, the way DC is going to deliver the books to your shop and other shops around the country. Um, but <clears throat> is there any industry news? Uh, that's on your radar this week or, you know, looking to either releases or just any kind of changes coming? There was a cool uh, article I just saw that uh, Vault and Heavy Metal have done a merger. They're going to be working together right now. So that's kind of an interesting. I, w- I don't know that I would have picked those two out of a hat to put together, but I know that uh, when Heavy Metal makes comic books, they're amazing. The Doorman's one of my favorite comic books of all time. And it was just when they had, I don't think they were doing anything else. It was just that comic book when they put it out. So, and so, it, so that's going to be a, a series they're working on or just they've announced a project and there's no details yet? From what I can tell, it almost looks like Heavy Metal is going to have their own editions of Vault comics that are a little fancier, but they're like re, like they, what I saw was like new covers for all of the series that I think are actually in development. But I don't know. I'm going to call them tomorrow and say, tell me the deets. <laughs> uh, now, is this the heavy metal that had like the trippy, scary cartoon from the 80s? The movie like that heavy metal that freaked me out? Okay. The very one. Just to, I have no idea. I mean, I've seen the, the cover art for a lot of the old magazines is really cool. And the, the cartoon just really freaked me out. Yeah. As a kid, you're just like, what is all these? Yeah, Young uh, adults, it, like I'm watching it with the volume down for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it, it did not scare me as much as the Hobbit cartoon, but close. That one, that one just the artwork is just crazy. It, man. It's, it's weird. Uh, the it looks really weird. Um, well, there's uh, movie news in the sense of stuff that's been pushed back and restarting. So I guess we'll get to that. But I mean, that's just sort of like the status quo for the last. Three months, and we'll probably continue to be for the next three months or so. But uh, Jurassic World 3, a.k.a. Jurassic World Dominion, they're going to resume shooting July 6th, tentatively. So we'll see if they get that going. Um, I mean, that's only three weeks away, so it'd be pretty amazing if they did. But uh, that will begin filming in the U.K. Uh, like I said, around July 6th, they're, they're hoping to get really ramped up by mid-July. They're going to be spending... Five million dollars on safety protocols. Good. Uh, you can make a lot of indie movies with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got a lot of friends that work in the industry as like, yeah. um, like costume designers and uh, like the prosthetics and prop makers and all that stuff. And a lot of them, what I'm hearing from them personally is that they don't feel like they're ready. They they feel like it's not safe enough for them to go back to work. So some of them are going to be opting out. Yeah. Um, now, they, they are going to have like a, a lot of safety protocols. Obviously, $5 million is a pretty good chunk of change. But when you think about 
how big the the crew is for a lot of these uh, movies that already have like a two hundred million dollar budget. Uh, they're going to have uh, you know thousands of tests, private medical facilities, sanitizing stations. Uh, they're obviously going to have to put people up in quarantine if they come to the UK. Uh, most notably, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. They're going to have to fly in early, quarantine for two weeks, and then. If they're good, they start shooting. Um, they were only four weeks into a 30-week shoot. <laughs> so Wow. It, yeah. So that's gonna be uh it's gonna be a long process. I mean, big big time Hollywood movie, you're you're working on it for like half a year. It gets derailed and you kinda gotta reset. Um, I'm sure that they have, you know, usable footage from the first four weeks, but um you just hope nothing else derails that. Just like with everything with sports, especially. They're going to have to do sort of like a uh, a dry run and kind of open it up slowly. Uh, but with movies, it's like, well, you just kind of got to jump into it. So they don't really have the luxury of, um, you know, waiting for anyone else to test it out. But $5 million uh, seems like a lot. But just kind of thinking about the number of people and all the things you're going to have to do and probably extra plane tickets, extra lodging. And then, of course, like thousands and thousands of tests. So. Uh, but do we need a Jurassic World right now? I mean, honestly, you're going to spend all this money on this movie, and then it, w- w- it's going to come out. I mean, Houston's talking about shutting down again. I mean, yeah. I mean, really? Do we really? I mean, give us some Netflix stuff, man. Save your money. Give us some good quality shows. Stop canceling Fuller House. <laughs> I'm upset about I, that, but <laughs> I uh, I'm surprised there hasn't been more animation greenlit, especially like Harley Quinn season three. Yeah. Uh, you know, F is for Family season five or whatever, and then and just more films and movies in general. You would think like anime would be making a killing right now because well, you know everyone has the ability to probably have their own re- recording studio at home or just like with the audio technician wizardry they have, um, just be able to send the actor something if they didn't already have a studio. But a lot of these actors voice so many different projects, I'm sure they're set up to do that. I'm just kind of surprised by that. Animation is obviously a longer process, so it's probably in the works. But um, they can't be expecting Jurassic World 3 anytime soon, even if they were to film on schedule. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but, I mean, you're putting all these people at risk, and you have everybody on set and all that jazz. And it's just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love being an American, and we're all stubborn. We're like, we have to work, and we have to do this. And I totally understand it, man. It's scary. But if we're out there, I mean, it's... It's gonna keep shutting down. So yeah, I mean, part of that problem too. But what are you gonna do? But I mean, I don't need Jurassic World. Give me a TV show. Give me an animated Jurassic World. Because if you have one engineer in the studio and one person in the booth, maybe a producer, a director, in in, in the studio as well, as three people instead of hundreds, you know, on on a set. Plus, it's probably a lot cheaper. And again. Fuller House, give it back to me. No, F is for Family. They just uh, dropped that new season. They, uh, well, yeah, but I'm hoping I'm hoping another one gets renewed already because they they gotta start making it now, pretty much. No, yeah, that's very true. So yeah, I would I would just think that animation would be the way to go for a while. <laughs> you would think I don't know, uh, but uh, no, I agree. Um, I don't know if I needed a Jurassic World too. So I don't know if I need Jurassic is, World. I, Tell you the truth, man. I I totally forgot there was a Jurassic World too. I mean, yeah. it's out, right? I haven't okay. seen it. Yeah. I mean, I saw Jurassic World one just because. Why not, man? Chris Pratt, he's cool. I'll go see it. 
I've got nothing to do on this particular day. I went and saw it in the theaters. I thought it was pretty cool. It's what Jurassic Jurassic Park is. And uh, but three, I don't think I need three. Don't need. Yeah, uh, I mean, especially because real life is like more crazy than Jurassic World right now. That's probably yeah. the sort of like okay, I don't need to even okay. <laughs> um, all we need is dinosaurs, you know, running around, make things a little uh, more crazy, but. Um, yeah, that's an interesting point about, you know, why, why rush it? But again, those are people's jobs and, you know, livelihoods at stake. So they're probably, a lot of them are probably sitting to go back to work. And at some point they're just kind of jumping and try it. I don't know if I would jump in and try anything like that right now, but, um, moving to a, a socially responsible guy who always wears a mask, uh, Jason Voorhees. Uh Oh, (laughs) I like that segue. That's pretty good. (laughs) Stephen King uh, went on Twitter yesterday, Sunday, and just started going, oh, by the way, there's this project I want to work on, but it's going to, it would be like uh, a licensing nightmare and I can't do it. So here's my idea. And he starts tweeting about, he wants to write a novel called I, Jason. And it's from the perspective of Jason Voorhees and all the times that he dies and goes to hell and comes back and just like, All the horror that he has to live through all the time and being forced to, like, kill campers at Crystal Lake over and over. And I was like, that is incredible. And I would assume that it's, since it's Stephen King, that him putting those, that very public feeler out there, you make that happen, right? Like, if you're the people that own Friday the 13th, you do anything in your power to make that story happen. That's New Line Cinema, and that'd be perfect. That's that's the Fantastic Four movie I want. I want Do- from Doctor Doom's perspective, and I love Jason Voorhees. Yeah, give me that movie. Like, how cool would that be? Now, yeah, yeah. he he is supposed to be mentally challenged and whatnot, so I don't know how much we would understand. But well, I mean, it's actually, take it from right. Yeah, I mean, you would have, uh, I, I would assume, like, a lot of inner dialogue, lots of POV shots, and, uh, you know, maybe you get kind of his explanation of everything. I don't think, uh, I don't think it would be any kind of, like, hero turn or anything like that, but it would be very interesting, and from Stephen King's mind, it's, like, it's crazy. Like, I don't know if you, either of you have seen or read Mr. Mercedes, but that show is, like, just nuts. <laughs> So no, uh, yeah, give me that, give me that movie all day long, man. I'll totally watch it. I think it's a great idea. Give us that. We're, have Steven work on that until after everything opened back up. Now get the people to work, make the movie. That'd be yeah. perfect. That'd be great. And, and he kind of jokingly said, "Well, I can't write the book, but maybe Blumhouse Studios should make the movie, you know, or or distribute the movie. Um, someone should do that. I mean, they could. If someone else secures the rights for him, he could just write the screenplay for it. Yeah." Cool. I, mean, I just uh, I don't know. Are, are there any other horror icons that you would like to see, kind of from their own perspective, POV or otherwise, just sort of introspect into their mind? No, I don't know. I think the other ones, like you know, uh, if we're talking about modern day, uh, I mean, Freddy Krueger is pretty much those films are from his perspective almost. He's just too jokey anyway. I think I, I, he's a favorite. I think we see it from, I mean, Michael Myers would probably just be boring because he doesn't talk anyway. I mean, I know Jason doesn't either, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if anybody else would be, 
I think Pinhead would probably be like way too. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't want to see anybody else. Give me Jason Voorhees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's just it's such a good idea. It's like don't even make another Jason movie till you have that. Yeah, for sure. I just just to add add to that, but uh, yeah. So I mean, it, it's funny that a guy sitting around on Twitter can kind of make people's mind go ablaze with the possibilities of that, but. That would be pretty cool. Now, Mission, I would assume that you have no interest in that because it's horror, or would you like to see something like that? I don't know. If they, if they shot it kind of like a true crime. Because, <laughs> you know, I like to tear apart people's, like, their, their motivations behind what they do because that's why I study all that stuff. But if it's a little more forensic, I'd like it. <laughs> Forensic. Yeah, a lot of a lot of ladies that I've talked to, and I'm sure a lot of dudes out there as well. But the ones that I've talked to, the ladies love those true crime shows. Oh yeah, uh, um, yeah. My mom's into true crime. Um, I mean, it's just it's funny because my mom just looks like a regular mom, right? And she was like, "You just can't kill anybody anymore without getting caught." And I'm like, "Ma, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> how do you know?" Yeah, but, at so, Nos- yeah wife was famously uh, obsessed with uh, mm-hmm. particular true crime yeah, yeah and, and her works uh helped to save a cold case solve yep. a cold case yeah so it, yeah it's uh so that might actually not be a bad idea because you know that's something i could watch with my mom and be like yo check this out the jason Voorhees story because she doesn't know, jason <laughs> <Voorhees is." laughs> know and she's like what is this i'm like it's true crime and then I'm like, it was Friday the 13th the whole time. And then she's like, well, now you die because I sat through that horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, it would be so interesting to see one of those big uh, icons done by by Stephen King, who's created his own iconic universe and stuff. But it would be super interesting. Um, that would be cool, kind of like how uh, Stan Lee did his version of the DC characters. Like yeah. Half- yeah, have you know, have them all switch up. Like Clive Barker do one, or Wes Craven do one. That's not Scream. I mean, it's his, but still. Uh, yeah, man, if they could do a crossover like that, that would be really cool. Or maybe even like minis, like shorts. Like you put it on, you know, Netflix or whatever. You know, do like a six six episode thing. They're like an hour and twenty minutes piece. And here's my take. This is what I would have done. That's actually a cool idea. I'm gonna pitch it. Like, <laughs> I know I said don't get all these people into this movie studio, but let's do it because it's my idea. <laughs> they, they had that anthology series, Masters of Horror, where they got these big name guys to do like an hour to an hour twenty minute piece, so they could just swap. They could just do, you know, just have like an idea swap, or maybe do like a a draft. Like you get six of the greatest horror creators of all time, and then be like, we have the these six properties, and we're mm-hmm. going. to draft them off so you can select your own or not but i mean that would be it'd be like a year and a half project right but it would be really cool <laughs> really cool to watch i would totally watch that yeah that's really cool um well a movie i cannot wait for um is tenant by christopher nolan and that's been pushed back again although they're doing this in very short increments like the, it's you know most movies were pushed from April to November or July to December, things like that. Tenet is now currently July 31st. Um, and apparently there's been a little bit of, uh, you know, behind the scenes disagreement with, with him and 
Warner Brothers as to when to release the movie because Warner Brothers needs the cash. I mean, that's one of the things we talked about with DC and maybe why they have opted shipping because they just need, you know, cash coming in, right? Like most people and businesses do. Um, but Christopher Nolan is very big on the the theater experience and how you you know obviously like he shot on IMAX and seventy two millimeter and all that stuff. Um, but I don't really know what the best move here is because for me I would rather them just move the movie to October and not like keep moving it back every two weeks. Yeah. But I guess they're really trying to strike. They're probably thinking if we can time this to where we have a a new movie out when people are actually comfortable to go that we're going to make a killing on this. But I don't know if it's worth, like, you know, to keep delaying it every two weeks. Do you think people get tired of that, or do you think we're not even paying attention to release dates right now? Not paying attention at all. Everything is locked. I'm just like, yeah, sure, it's going to be on July, whatever. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Like, when when most of uh, America opened up two weeks ago, or two and a half weeks ago, like, Everybody wasn't rushing to the theaters, you know? I mean, everybody's still kind of scared about going out. And say if it did open up, uh, you know, hey, the world's cool. July 1st, everybody, you can go out and everything's bueno. We've gotten used to this. This is kind of normal. Uh, by the by the time the movie rolls around, I don't think everybody will be 100%. Even if they said tomorrow, it's done. I don't, I don't know if I, I see a whole bunch of people going out. This is kind of the new normal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least for now. Um, and then last bit of film news. Um, this one's kind of weird, Miss Jen, but uh, the Bond 25 release date was pushed back five days from November 20th. Or, sorry, pushed up five days from November 25th to November 20th. Yeah! And I don't even know why that's like the news. You know? Like, it's just, you have one film that's like, trying to release too early and keeps pushing back every two weeks. And then one film that already, it was supposed to be in April, right? April all the way to the end of November. And then, so now November 20th, maybe for the 25th uh, Bond film, uh, which will be Daniel Craig's last as 007. So. For now, I mean, he keeps saying it's his last, right? Oh yeah. He, He could like turn rogue or something. It didn't no. have to be 007. But, yeah, uh, I mean, interesting times, but I, I just don't think anyone's thinking about the movies right now. Although I would, I would, there, there's a few movies, like if Tenet released tonight for 20 bucks, it'd be a no-brainer for me. I mean, they could make money. I just don't think they're they're not going to make, have a $100 million box office weekend if they release it, you know, at home. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the things stopping them. But a lot of these movies, uh, Wonder Woman 84, Black Widow, Bond 25, I would totally pay 20 bucks to, to watch tonight. But then you lose that experience and you lose that cash. I don't know why they're not trying out a new paradigm, which is to say, okay, well, we know we're not going to be able to push this back far enough because now we're getting into other things that we know we want to develop. Why don't they just charge 40 bucks? Just let it give us the digital and the the promise of a physical copy later and just let us get at it. Cause then a $40 thing, yes, is definitely going to get them in the ticket range, but it won't be for like people that want to go see it like 10 times or 15 times in the movie theater. Like I do, but at least get that. Everyone could have a ticket. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like the promise of that, like, you know, Blu-ray six months later or whatever, just to make it a little bit more wor- worth it. Or maybe they could do uh, credit to a future movie or something like that. I mean, just to, to kind of compensate for people who would just be, you know, spending 40 bucks just to watch it as fast as they can or whatever. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I think this is the time to try stuff out. So I mean, if they have any movies where they think they might be able to recoup money by pushing up that price, but you would have, it would have to be one of the big movies. So you're taking a risk. Like it would have to be something at the level of Wonder Woman 84 where people would, would really go 40 bucks. Okay. <laughs> like it couldn't be, another Trolls world, world Tour or anything like that, but I don't know. Justin Timberlake, man. He's 40 bucks. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Justin all day. Um, and then uh, more news uh, from the small screen side. Uh, the Witcher uh, rumored to start production on season two soon, and I'm finding out that a lot of people love that show, and a lot of people ask me, if have I watched it? And I'm like, I've watched five minutes of it. So that's I guess the nice thing to watch. Yeah, I know. Man, you're over here waiting for the tenant, and you haven't even seen The Witcher. Well, I this think you like, I think he killed yeah. a deer or something. He killed a deer, a baby deer, in like a minute, and I was like, ah, oh, I'm over this. You have to well, beat her, and then you you'll be all kill? about it. <laughs> yeah, but um, showrunner Lauren Schmidt, uh, uh, Hishrick is she's excited about the new Witchers, so. I wish I knew more about what that meant, but I'm assuming there's a Witcher and then Witchers, plural. So, uh, but yeah, a lot of people are excited about that. It would be nice to uh, have that sooner than later. But again, it's like, it's going to take a lot of time to get people back to the set, shoot it, do post-production, all that type of stuff. So could be a while. Obviously, no dates are attached to that, but season one has been a huge success for Netflix. And season two is almost greenlit immediately. It's just one of those things that just kind of waiting on stuff to normalize to get back to production on. So uh, that will be uh, something on a lot of people's list once that comes out. Something to look forward to. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's jump into, you guys want to do comics or video games next? What are you uh, feeling? Video games. <laughs> <laughs> video games so we can get it out of the way because Jen and I don't do video games. So we'll just. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, PS5 was announced. Sony did a whole big deal online uh, streaming the reveals, game trailers, some specs. They're kind of keeping uh, their mouth shut on the price point, which, um, of course, people were sleuthing all over online. And on Amazon UK, kind of slipped out that it was a 499 pounds, not dollars. So that would be seven thirty here in the U.S. Would either of you pay seven hundred bucks for a video game system? Well, actually, I just looked it up, and it comes up as uh, seven forty nine as far as the U.K. goes, and four ninety nine here is what. Well, but if well, but if it's U.K. if it's U.K. pounds though, it would be higher in dollars. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, you're right because it says uh, it, it just. I saw the U.S. price point next to it, not pounds. It says $499, just an American. But uh, no, I'm not paying $700 for no PS5 when a year later it's going to be 5 or 399 
Yeah, I really wish that they capped systems at 300 bucks. I think especially now, uh, the Switch has been phenomenal. It's been awesome. It's been like off the shelf. You cannot get a regular Switch. You can now, but when this all started, it was flying off the shelf. Uh, production had halted, obviously, and it was hard to get a hold of. Um, the PS4 for the price point of 299 was awesome. But yeah, if it's going to be five, six, seven hundred bucks, that's going to be uh, out of a lot of people's price range, especially you know now <laughs> with the economy and all that. And not to mention the fact that they don't really tell you what version that's going to be because I I believe for the first time ever they're going to have a wireless version, which will basically be like a $500 box. And instead of having physical copies of disc to insert and upload into it, um, you'll just basically go to the PS store and just download games that way, which is cool, space-saving, all that. Um, The controllers look sort of like a hybrid between PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, So I'm sure there will be a lot of people that love them and hate them because for controllers are very polarizing. No matter what systems ever come out, uh, mm-hmm. as long as they don't go back to like the Atari Twenty Six Hundred controllers with one button and a joystick. I mean, the PS Five looks really, really cool. Don't get me wrong, and um, I download pretty much all my games anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, at that price, if it's seven ninety nine or six or even five, you're buying a computer console. That's all you're doing. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Think, oh, yeah. I've already got computer consoles at the Wazoo, so why can't I just hook up my iMac to the PS4 store or PlayStation store and just let me play my games that way? But no. Absolutely, but uh, as far as nerd news now and the Kingdom of Geekdom go, the big thing that's got everyone hyped is a Miles Morales game. So I'll Tell you uh, what, it looks so good, too. Yeah. And that's the only reason why I want to buy it is because of that game. Because the Spider-Man game was so awesome. It was, so- it was like a kid in some kind of store, dude. You could just play, I mean, all over New York. It was, oh, the gameplay was awesome. The graphics were killer. Well, everybody from that whole uh, Spider-Man world was in it. But yeah, so Miles Morales, dude. But see, here we go, man. Like, is the Avengers going to come out on PS5? It's not. It's, it's going to be a PS4 release. WPS4, yeah. Yeah, That's so already Miles Morales looks better than the Avengers video game, and yeah. Miles Morales is coming out way before that. Well, no, uh, well, Avengers is coming out September, so Miles Morales won't be till around Christmas time. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, uh, Avengers is coming out beforehand. Yeah. Um, but Miles Morales isn't, so it's not going to be out when the Avengers does. I mean, it just already looks cooler. If you yeah. put them side by side, I mean, hands down, all day long. Have you guys looked at any of the prices for anything Spider-Verse and Miles Morales online for comic books today? No, but I heard I heard there was a huge spike uh, for his first appearance because of the game announcements and just, like, the hype for the character, I think. Um, and people keep... You know, we don't know what Spider-Man 3 is going to be about yet because they haven't started production on that so at some point he's going to go into the live action mcu and then it's going to really go off the charts yeah but is the has this just been is it been people clamoring for his first appearance or is it other books as well 
I had uh, a bunch of the one in 10 animated variant for into Spider-Verse number one. Mm -hmm. So it was the Morales book is this, it's a cover for him, but uh, they, I put them up today. All I had left at $40 a piece and they're already gone. Wow. Yeah. Uh, People are hyped. Uh, I mean, that, that game is going to help sell that system. There's of course going to be Call of Duty, Gran Turismo, all the other uh, favorite lines from Sony like that. But uh, ugh, don't know. I don't know about that price point. We'll see. Um, as oh, far as price point, five hundred twenty dollars. Oh my god. Yeah. One of his variants. What? Wow. Wow. And then, as far as games right now, uh, the long-awaited Last of Us Part Two comes out um for ps4 and uh of course that's going to be made into an hbo series so that's going to have a lot of us people been waiting a long time for that one and then the ea sports has a trailer not much gameplay going on but for star wars squadron um a few details in the trailer is basically going to be like uh spaceship dog fighting a la top gun with all the different beloved Star Wars vehicles, X-Wing fighters, Rogue Squadron feel like that. Uh, gameplay is going to be revealed later this week in an EA Electronic Arts online event. Uh, it will feature a one-player story mode and multiplayer modes with cross-platform support. So uh, we don't do video games much, but those are some uh, very nerdy ones. So I thought we would cover that. Uh, let's jump into comics. Um now we talked last week about what were going to be the big releases. Were there any surprises, or was it pretty much Joker 80th and Batman 92? <laughs> that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Miss Jen, any surprises last week? Uh, it wasn't a surprise to me, but the demand for Nightwing 71 was pretty high. Like, now, really is that Joker like... War? Is that Joker War related? Okay. Yeah, and the Batman Secret Files. That's... Yeah tied in there as well yeah it was pretty much just all batman this week yeah uh, so is, is the joker war has that officially started yet i mean i know the actual series has not come out yet but has that been kicked off officially as, a, as any tie-in books or is it just is this all like prelude to the joker war i think everything's been marked as prelude so far yeah. uh, and then now as far as the joker 80th uh, that thing was 100 pages of Joker goodness. And I'm talking about like all kinds of varying emotions of, of stories within that thing. And some of them got very intense. Uh, we had uh, the notable ones would be uh, Scars by Scott Snyder with art by Jacques. The Last Smile by Paul Denny. What Comes After a Joke by James the Fourth. Introducing the Dove Corp, which was crazy, by Denny O'Neill, and The War Within by Peter J. Tomasi. Uh, Chaz, starting with you, what did you think of the Joker 80th anniversary overall, and what was your favorite story in it? <laughs> it was awesome. It reminded me of, uh, you know, when they they did the year, the year of the Villain, and a lot of the, the villains got their one-shots. And I was reading a lot of them, and I picked up the Joker one, and I was like, this is really good. It's just Joker and evil and just psychotic. When I picked up this one, a lot of, um, at least what I've read in the past, is a lot of these anniversary issues will take old stories and put them in there, and it's just, you know, reprints. And uh, this one, 
oh man, every single every single sword was amazing. It was great. It was just one piece of the puzzle that is the Joker's brain. You got a little bit of psychotic. You got a little bit of funny. You got a little bit of just every. I, it, the whole thing was great. Every story was wonderful. I want everybody to pick it up. Uh, I got the 1960s cover with the laughing fish on it. That was my favorite. But uh, my favorite story was the origin of Punchline. Because as soon, I mean, you, you, the, as soon as you see her, she's not in her getup yet. But you see her, you know who she is, and she's great. <laughs> she is my new favorite right now. Because like I said earlier, Harley will always have a piece of my heart. And she's still probably my favorite. But, I mean, Punchline is Motley Crue, where Harley Quinn is Weird Al Yankovic. So, you know, Punchline goes hard and heavy and just balls to the wall. And Harley Quinn is just like, oh, you know, whatever. I mean, she's a little bit maniacal. She's, I don't know. It was great. I, I hope everybody picks it up. It was wonderful. Wow. Comparing them to Weird Al and Motley Crue, that means Harley Quinn is somewhere up here and Punchline somewhere off screen. Well, I mean, so it's it's whatever you want. No, I'm not saying how, like, I'm just saying they're so different of, like, they're so different from each other. Like, just Punchline is very hardcore, and Harley Quinn is just more jokey and, you know, sassy, which uh, this is great. Yeah. They're not, I was worried that there was going to be the same character, you know, and uh, they're not. And I think Punchline is probably going to be around for a while if they keep her as evil and just business. Yeah, that was the uh, What Comes After a Joke by James Tinion, who is obviously is writing Batman currently. Uh, she, yeah, she's terrifying in that. She, yeah, she really is. And, I mean, I know we'll talk about it, but when Harley and Punchline meet up in 92, <laughs> she's just like, I don't have time for you, kid. You know, like, yeah. there's no jokes. This is, yeah, uh, you're joking right now, but I'm about to slaughter you. So you shouldn't be smiling right now. And I was like, yes! I can't wait for that battle. 93, 94, Batman is going to be so good. Yeah. Miss Jen, what about you? Thoughts on Joker Adia? I like Punchline's boots. I need them. <laughs> they are really cool. <laughs> uh, I think once, uh, once conventions finally open back up full swing, we're going to see a lot of, of cosplay from Punchline. A ton. I'm totally okay with that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, uh, I love, I, one of my fa favorite things about con is cosplay. Just, it just amazes me. Somebody can just build this and make it and, and, and put it on. And, you know, I don't care how horrible or how great it is. Like I'm in all of you. I'm like, yes. So, and of course, Harley's one of the, the most popular ones. And it's always fun to see a Harley, but now we'll see some punchlines. Oh man, I'm going to be a kid in some kind of story. You know, it's going to be great. Yeah, like they're going to be doing like a whole rogues gallery of baddies. Like they've got the designer already, and there's some other person that they've already talked about. And I don't know, is Mr. Teeth one of those guys? But anyway, they're they've kind of like rolled out some of mm -hmm. them. I think there's yeah. going to be a the Joker War is not just going to be. I think Joker's going to have his hands full. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the Joker War it's I mean yeah it's 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 uh, all the pre prequels and stuff right now, but. The Joker War is going to last for quite a while. It's Batman 95 through 100, Nightwing 70 through 75, Detective Comics 1022 to 1026,
Batgirl, 47 to 50. Harley Quinn, 75. Catwoman, 25 to 26. Red Hood, 48. Batman, The Joker War Zone is going to be a book all by itself. So, and then, you know, not, not counting the other stuff that's been going on. So, I mean, this is something that I'm definitely, like, when the X-Men came out with all, you know, everything that was going, the House of X and Power of Ten, they lost me because it wasn't my X-Men, and I sound so old saying that. And so I didn't go and get all the different books so I can read all of them. Not that you need to, but, oh, I'm getting all of them here. If it's got a punchline in it, it's mine. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's... uh. And there is going to be a proper miniseries as well, right? Like it's own, like Joker War 1 through whatever? Uh, that I don't know. No, I don't think so. That's just oh, the three okay. Jokers. Just, okay. Three Jokers. So it's, it's all tie-in books. Yeah, I mean, it does say uh, Batman the Joker War Zone, so it looks like it's going to be its own book because it's got a checkbox next to it. But uh, this is the first I'm hearing about it. But it's on DC's website. Or CBR, rather. So I don't know, but the three Jokers, that's going to be a three three book miniseries. Oh, people can't wait for that. I've, I've seen variant covers from that with, uh, and Batgirl's supposed to uh, be in there prominently, so that's going to be awesome. I can't wait for, for the three Jokers. Uh, did you have any thoughts, Chaz, on Batman 92? Or is it mostly just about that first moment of Harley Quinn and Punchline together? I really liked it, and I've been reading... Um, you know, Batman for a while now. And the story is kind of like, but it's coming yeah. back. What I did like about this, obviously, is the meetup when they first meet each other, Harley and Punchline. But I wish they would expand it on the Riddler's game. I like the Riddler, and he's always fun. But, you know, the game that's in there where he's doing the crossword, I was like, expand on that a little bit, you know? Um, and they kind of just, I don't know, it was... I think it was filler, obviously, but it was way too much filler. Um, either expand on it or just, I don't know, give me give me the story that everybody wants. More of that, maybe. Um, so I think they just kind of dropped the ball on that whole thing. Because that could have been a really fun, fun story. But, uh, yeah, so it made up for it with the meetup. I was like, all right, cool. I got my, my $4 worth. Yeah. Uh, I'm still thinking about the Riddler from the Harley Quinn animated series and that turn that because <laughs> that is uh, is uh, yeah it's awesome. If anyone's not watching it, we plug this all the time, but Harley Quinn on DC Universe is pretty great. Oh, it's remarkable! It's a great show and it's written really well. Do not let your kids watch it. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> we talked about it on the the Adventure Begins show, and Bill just so happened to be in the in the store. So I get a text one night. He was like, "I'm watching the show, and I can't stop. It is amazing." I was like, "I know. I told you, man." Uh, so at least we turned somebody else on to it. Yeah, <laughs> everybody watch it. It's so good. It is. Uh, it's really good, and I, I really hope there's still two episodes left this season. But I really hope they announce season three pickups and i would see i I mean i don't i don't know why they wouldn't it looks like uh views are up and people have nothing but good things to say about it so yeah yeah let's Uh, keep fingers crossed man it is awesome um miss jen turning to comics this week uh what are the big things to look out for really the, the thing that caught my eye and because of the creative team behind it is uh dc dark knights death metal number one um so any thoughts on that and anything else to look out for this week 
that's going to be a big one. It's going to be kind of interesting. We're butting up against uh, another giant event. So we'll see if people are have like over DC'd or if they're just like, bring me more. We've been waiting for a long time. But uh, the other big release I think this week is going to be from Boom. It's called Wind, W-Y-N-D. That's going to be a hottie, the toddy. Yeah. And that's my, we talked about this before. Uh, that's James Tenyon, the fourth also. Yep. And now, now that's the one that was going to be released as a trade, but they decided people want, you know, weekly and monthly stuff. So they divided it into issues, right? Uh, I did not hear that, but it makes sense that they would do that. Well, it's coming out. I think it's coming out in issue form. Yes, it's definitely coming out in issue form. I didn't okay. know that it was related to graphic yeah. novel. Yeah, I think it was originally going to be just a one-shot deal, but uh, because of all this, they changed that. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a big one. Um, Dark Knight's Metal, I mean, just because it has Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo teaming up again, I think that's going to be on a lot of people's radar. Now, it seemed like, are there no Marvel books this week? Because it just seemed like a bunch of reprints and trade. Oh, there's. I don't think there's a Marvel book at all, is there? I think they've been doing like one week will be all graphic novels and the next week will be Marvel releases. They've kind of buffered them that way for a little while. Okay. And, that, and that's just from them probably trying to play catch up on all of this stuff. Well, that and I think that they their feedback from retailers because they asked a lot of us what we thought that we wanted for as it rolled out. And I think they heard from a lot of them that they didn't want to be flooded with stuff when many of them were still closed. And that's their, all their big counts are in places like New York and California and Florida. All the places are in trouble right now. So um, that, I think that's probably why they did that. They probably slowed the roll. And that's fine. Yeah. yeah give me a chance to catch up. Um, I'm already DC'd out, by the way, with uh, Dark Knight <laughs> Death Metal. Uh, I'm like, I, 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 I'm probably not going to pick up this book. I do like the Batman Who Laughs, but... When they start get into the multiverse and all that stuff, I mean, I'm gonna say it again, just like X Men, like it's not my Justice League. So, and like, <laughs> and it's too much. And the big thing that 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 turned me off, I love Scott Snyder and uh, Capullo, but the big thing that turned me off of this book was there was a there's a variant cover of Batman playing a guitar on a stage with <laughs> like screens behind him, and there's all these zombies. Like, he's at a rock show, and I'm like, no, dude. No, I'm good. Like I'm gonna pass. I'm sorry, bro. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. I, I'm kind of the Batman who laughs. Like he's so popular and he was so awesome, and then they just flooded the market with it so bad. Like the Batman who laughs is everywhere. So it's like, man, let us breathe just for a second. And then with Death Metal, I'm just, I'm good. I mean, there's a Wonder Woman variant that looks really, really cool. I might pick it up just because of the artwork, but. As far as the story, man, I'm done. Like, I'm good. And it's, yeah, The Last Night on Earth, I wasn't a really big fan of. So maybe I'm going to just not buy this issue. Yeah, it sounded like what you were describing was an episode of Metapocalypse from Adult Swim. Dude, I'm right. telling you, this is what it looks yeah. like, man. This is what it looks like. I'm telling you. it's It was crazy. I was so, I was like, Batman doesn't play. He, Batman doesn't rock out. I mean, if he does, Bruce, if Bruce Wayne does it, man, let Bruce Wayne do it. Batman doesn't. I was just so turned off. I was like, that's not my Batman. <laughs> he doesn't rock out. <laughs> Put him in the blue and gray spandex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
sure. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Miss Jen, uh, anything on the secondary market other than the Miles Morales stuff that you've noticed a spike in? Based on either speculation or past announcements or anything like that? Uh, this past week, there was a big interest in the uh, Legion of Superheroes 6 because it was the first Gold Lantern. But other than that, those are the two big ones I know. Okay, cool. You know anything about the Gold Lantern, either of you? I don't know what. They usually have a theme based on the color. No, there was three first appearances in that book, though, right? There was the Gold Lantern, there was Monster Boy, and mm-hmm. there was somebody else. Um, but as far as the spike, uh, Miles Morales, number 13, um, people have been um, going after because of uh, Billy Morales, and I don't, and it's B-I-L-L-I-E. So I don't, I, I, some kind of a relation. But uh, the, that's what people have been asking about at our shop. And, of course, we don't have it, but... Um, so that's cool. And, uh, that's, uh, that's kind of it for comics. I mean, there's, you know, we're still waiting to get back to the point where the publishing, the publishers are evenly distributed. Uh, like you said, people are kind of DC'd out, but it's also been DC that's been bringing new books for the last five or six weeks so no, i'm sure people are i'm i'm dc'd out with just that book i mean give me all the books that i'm reading but that one right there you could have waited you didn't have to put it right on uh you know right there with uh joke award it's too much man i gotta pull back just a little bit um a book i'm looking forward to power rangers teenage mutant ninja turtles number five you do number yeah five. number five it's gonna it's, it's a great story <laughs> it's really cool i like it Oh, I wonder if they're going to ever try to adapt that again. They did like a failed live action crossover a, while, a long time ago. Yeah, they did. Um, I don't know. Right now, the the book, uh, the story is pretty cool. And I was never a big Power Rangers fan, but I was really big in the, to, in the Turtles. So anything that, you know, they do, I kind of pick up. Like when they cross over with Batman, that's just brilliant. So, so far, they've, uh, they've done a really good job, them Turtles. Um, yeah, and they, they seem to do a lot of fun crossovers with the Power Rangers and the mm-hmm. Turtles. Um, just two big entities. Uh, the only other news, uh, we've got a few minutes left. The only other news is just more of the same as far as conventions being canceled, but they officially canceled Star Wars Celebration. Uh, the next one's not going to be till 2022 in Anaheim. So, bummer for that. Uh, they're going to start doing a refund request next week but yeah two two years from now will be the next star wars celebration and i'm sure that'll be interesting because we'll be past the uh the whole luke skywalker saga era and into the uh the next thing which will and and probably a lot of mandalorian i'm guessing (laughs) so you know it was sad uh reading the uh the batman 92 as soon as you open it up it's got the WonderCon ad. It's like in April, like get ready. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right on. I, I, I think I did see a very small convention somewhere up Northwest that just some, you know, at, at a hotel, just a very small one open, but I, I don't know. I, I, I definitely wouldn't feel comfortable at a convention right now for sure. Well, yeah, who's going to show up, though? Like, I mean, well, who's your draw? You know what I mean? The boy yeah. in the 
plastic bubble? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know about that. I mean, but if it was like a, a ballroom full of like old comic boxes, maybe, but then you got to worry about who just thumbed through that, you know? Or are you going to wipe down your bags and boards? And I doubt it. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's, uh, I like, I want to see more virtual cons. Like, while we have this opportunity, I want to see more of that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, those are a lot of fun. Because you just, yeah. you know, you get to interview uh, celebs in your boxer shorts. It was great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's always cool. Um, Miss Jen, anything to close the show with this week? You got any other news or anything you're looking forward to? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for new comic books, honestly. But you just would wish for more non-DC stuff. Well, I mean, I, I'm i probably one of the three people on the planet that are excited for the Marvel Empire storyline, so. You would be correct on that. Yeah, I thought they did. See, I thought they did an Empire storyline, but someone said, no, 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 this one has a Y in it. So I'm like, okay. Hey, guys, you get your letters straight. No, maybe yeah. I'm thinking of see. Maybe am I thinking of Secret Empire? I mean, yeah. they definitely had. Okay, that's that's it then. Um, Chaz, what about you? Anything you're looking forward to, or any other news to toss out there? Um, I saw some cool stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, GI Joe is putting out some cool stuff. They're putting out a Snake Eyes and uh, a Storm Shadow, and they look really, really cool. They're from Thousand Toys. The articulation's ridiculous. They got like fabric clothes and like removable pieces, and each character comes with like their signature stuff, like uh, bows and arrows and grenades and stuff like that. Uh, two hundred thirty nine, uh, two hundred thirty nine dollars and ninety nine cents a piece. But uh, those will be supposed to be out by November. But they look really, really cool. And um, uh, Mezco is coming out with a mega Beetlejuice. It should be fun. It's like a hundred bucks. It's got eleven points of articulation. It's got a funny face and seven um, seven phrases, iconic phrases. I'm not a big uh, Beetlejuice fan. It just looks really cool. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I dig toys. I like looking at toys. But uh, those are the some of the toys that are coming out soon, and that should be out in October, December. And oh. you know what? There's a, speaking of toys, there's a lot of stuff that was supposed to be released at San Diego Comic Con mm-hmm. that's going to up for pre order and going to be coming around the corner. So maybe we'll try to uh, look out for some of that stuff next week and tell you about it. Because that's one of the big draws, obviously, to SDCC every year is all the exclusives. So it'll be interesting to see how many of those become accessible to us at home. Uh, a lot of that stuff is super limited. So even if it is, it's a hard chance to get it. But uh, it'll be interesting to see that goes. My uh, face palm, John Luke Picard. We've already got those inbound. So. Oh yeah, there is a face palm, John Luke Picard. See, that's hilarious. A oh, face palm. That. What is this? Is that a real toy? San Diego yeah. exclusive. Yes. What? Hold on. Before we do this. As oh. right now. Um. A face palm. Oh, Jean-Luc Picard. All right, we got to we got to check this out on the. Uh, no, I'm not seeing it. Man, oh, <laughs> I'm sure it is. Oh, well, what are you gonna do? Oh, I'll, I'll Google it later. Um, I do want to before we leave. I do want to say that um, every Wednesday, um, I've been dropping these subscription boxes 
uh, company's been sending me some subscription boxes. We open it up on the show. We throw it up on the YouTube and all that jazz. Today, I got to open up this subscription box for Dice Envy. And these cats, uh, it was like a mystery dice set. And I'm not a big dice game player, um, but these dice were pretty awesome. And I'm going to do two different giveaways from this one. So if you're watching, check out, uh, you know, the Facebooks and all that jazz and um, find out how you can win a dice set. We got two of them. And uh, I, they're a lot of fun. Next week, I get to open up something from Munch Pack from my fat boy self. I can't wait. It's going to be great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so check out the video on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, definitely check that out. Unboxings are so cool, man. I just like the they've been thriving on on YouTube and other streaming platforms for a few years. It's just cool to see what you're gonna get. Sometimes you want the element of surprise, and sometimes you're like, "Is this worth it?" <laughs> so I, I love it when uh, companies send their stuff out. No, I've got a whole like my my entire room is just boxes of stuff. Like from everything from pops to there's some um, anime uh, animation cells and sketches from cartoons and it, there's so much comic books. I mean, it's ridiculous. And uh, I thank everybody for sending me that stuff. And we will open them soon and give them all away. Unless I think it's really really cool, then I'll keep it. But I don't want to keep all that stuff. If it was given to me. I got to give it away. So. Check us out, brother. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Miss Jenna Chaz, thanks so much for joining me as usual for the last hour, kind of get away from reality, talk about all this cool stuff. And thank you for watching and for listening to Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by Space Cadets Collection Collection and The Adventure Begins. Uh, check out our other shows on Woodlands Online, like Taste Buds, Music Cafe, The Adventure Begins Show with Chaz and Jarek. A Woodlands House and Home, the best you weekly Fallout Sports Talk and Between the Trees Business Talk. You can watch all these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KVQT HD21, over the air and on your television. All these shows and more on Roku right now as well. Uh, search and add Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup. And now you can listen to our podcast version of this show on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Google Podcasts, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time from the Kingdom of Geekdom, you've been listening and or watching Nerd News Now. See you next week.